One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we are, guys. Welcome back to the channel here. We're going to be going through the round 15 team list, and we're going to start by obviously mentioning your mental health week for, for the men there and, and a nice little photo here for uh, the old boys' day at, at the nights with uh, you know, looking for a cure for cancer there for, for those boys, so a real nice one there, but... In our first one here for round 15, we've got the Broncos and the Bunnies. So Tessie New comes back into the number one role, which is a blast from the past. Who is still holding him? Comment in uh, right now if you're if you're still holding Tessie. Um, yeah, with the Sarko, just been, he's just been completely moved on at the moment after that absolute stinker of a game, and, and fair enough. Tyson Gamble keeps his spot, so some more money-making to be made there. Carmichael Hunt keeps the sixth role, with Kelly looking to be out for another week or two. So... Just keep that in mind. If, you, if you've got Kelly, that he might be worth holding just at that really cheap price. And, and you know, especially with the fact that, that he's got some cash to make after you know, a couple of 40s and a 60-odd. Um, yeah, so I'd be holding on to him personally if I have Kelly. In terms of the other guys there, Lodge has been scoring well, but I wouldn't be picking him up at this stage. You know, majority of these guys, I think, for you to, to, to bring them in, they have to be you know, an out-and-out gun, I think. So there's really no one in here at the moment that I'd be looking to pick up. And guys I'll be looking to trade is Flegler over the next few weeks. So you've probably got until round 17, I think, but that'd be a good time to get rid of him. Um, Tavita Penga, I think you just keep keep holding for the rest of the year. Turpin, if you have him, he could be moving on uh, round 17, but he's actually scoring pretty well, to be fair. So other than that, you've got you know, Rabadi and, and Palaszczuk on the on the bench there, and Jordan Rickey still in the 19 jersey. Look at the sneaky Dale Copley there in the 21, so... That's that. Uh, in the bunny side of things, uh, all the big dogs are back. So Gags is back, Murray's back, Arrow, uh, Cook as well. So Benji drops it out of the 17 altogether, which is interesting. He must have a slight injury or I'm not exactly sure what's happening on that one. Um, Colin Matungi is an interesting one. If you had picked him up, you know, in the last week or two, uh, especially the, you know, in round 14 there, he's... He's got a, a couple of decent scores from me there, but I don't think he's going to be a keeper, which is annoying. Campbell Graham, I'd be just watching over the next few weeks and see if he gets back to keeper level scores in the centers, but there's also so many 
really strong uh, players in that centre position at the moment. And Adam Reynolds is scoring pretty well. So half an option if you really like him. Yeah, if you'd like watching him play, then maybe you could pick him up. But other than that, I'd be leaving it steady. The Cowboys up against up against the Sharkies there. So not too much changing on the on the uh, Cowboys side of things. Did and obviously didn't score as well in a team that got smashed. So I'll be very interested to see how he goes this week and next before potentially picking him up in 17 if, if we think he's going to be a solid cash cow. So that's that there. In terms of our forwards, you know, Lolo, we're just going to keep watching until he starts to score well, I think, would be the smartest option with that. But not too many changes teamless-wise. And in the Sharks, I think Raymond's still a great buy. Ronaldo's scoring really well, but again, winger's going to be up and down, especially in a team that's not really you know, doing super well. Uh, Manny Moylan doing okay. Obviously, last week was a bit of a downer after you know, having a bunch of good weeks there for Matty. And Sean Johnson is a great buy, I think, definitely, guys. If, you, if you're interested in, in him or need a half, then, then Johnson's your man. In terms of the forwards, we see Talakai move back into the squad. And for me, I think you need to let, see him play that role for a, a bunch of weeks just to you know, allow his price to come down, but also see if he's going to get back to that form of last year because he was, he was electric in that, on, on that, in that edge role last year when they had injuries or you know, Nakora or Graham was out. He played some extended, uh, you know, big games there in that position. So for for me, I'd be waiting and see. He has been playing sort of fifty odd minutes and and only getting in the twenty. So I think he needs to step up his game for him to be someone that we have an interest in in, in bringing into our squad. So that's that there with uh with that game. Moving on to the Panthers and Roosters, and what you see here is Burton move back to the four role. Luai Cleary, Toto, everyone comes back. So if you hold on strong with those guys, then that's awesome. You also see. Uh, a couple of changes in the interchange section. So Lane moves to 18, which he basically played there anyway last last week. Tyron May, May moves out of the squad, and they're, and they're keeping Kenny in the 14 role. And last week, he played a, a bit of a running role through the middle, which was interesting. So Sorensen, Eisenhuth, and Isaac Tago, after a decent game, keeps his spot. So uh, Liam Martin comes into the 11 role with Kikau being out, but that doesn't change too much for anyone, I don't think. And if you hold on to Capewell, he gets his spot back, which is good. So that's that there. If we're looking at the Rooster side of things, Verrills comes back, comes back onto the bench in the 14 role without Adam Kieran keeping his nine role. So let's keep an eye on that one, guys, because if, if Kieran happens to... If they if they manage to keep him on the field for a long period of time, like what happened last week, you know, he would have played the full game. Uh, he had to come off for a, a short period of time there. If he played the full game, you know, his kicking out of dummy half was really good and he scored pretty well. So he's someone that you can think about potentially bring into your squad, but there's also a chance and a worry that Verrills will come into that nine role over the next few weeks as he come, gets back to full health. But they also might just use him as a, a bit of a, a spark off the bench you know, going forward. Um, Tupanua, someone to think about, guys, as possibly being ready to trade out, just just for the fact that you're going to be losing a fair bit of cash on him. But he does play 17, and, and, that, and those kind of players are very, very hard to come by. Um, Taukayahu comes back. Hargraves played the full 80, and I don't expect him to do it again this week. They do have uh, some decent... Decent forwards on the bench in terms of, you know, decent in terms of they're only going to play like 30 minutes or so. And in this case, will that mean Hargroves plays big minutes? Again, I doubt he goes 280 minutes in a row. I feel like that, as I said, they cycle through the minutes sometimes with uh, with the Roosters guys. Tedesco moves back to one, Manu goes back to four. So, yeah, you'd, I wouldn't expect as good a score from Manu there. If you hold on to Tedesco, happy days there. Moving on to the next one, Knights Warriors. So, a few ins, which is good. So Ponga to one, Pierce to seven, which means Watson will come back into the fourteen utility role and play a much better, uh, you know, and play much better in that position. Also means they should play a lot better with Ponga and Pierce back, and I think Watson's going to be a really good link in between 
uh, those two guys getting a lot of quick play the balls through through the middle and, and letting these guys do their thing on the outside. It's obviously a bit sad that they uh, lose best for six day weeks with his syndesmosis, which is not fun. But yeah, Dom Young keeps his spot on the wing. Kurt Mann in the centres. The rest of the guys, are, you know, it's a much more, much stronger team. Interesting to see Clemmer on the bench though, as a you know, as a start, you know, for someone that's you can tell that he just hasn't been himself this year, has he? You know, he scored pretty well in, in fantasy last year. <coughs> Lost his origin spot, obviously, but you know, he was doing well and just hasn't done as well this year. All right, Warriors side. Reese Walsh moves back into the one role, which is great. I think you'd pick him up. I don't know what the talk is around him being picked for origin. So what, you think you're going to pick Reese Walsh over Kalen Ponga? No chance. I don't. I think that's stupid. And they're not going to have him off the bench. I think that's also silly. You've got guys like Ben Hunt, Brim, you know, Brimson, all these types of guys that... That are going to do a role, uh, do a job off there. They're going to change the whole structure and pick an eighteen-year-old in Origin just for the sake of it. I think Ponga would be pretty appalled if if he didn't get selected over Walsh. To be fair, uh, Roger moves to the five. If you've got him like myself, you just keep him until end of seventeen and go from there. Uh, Cody Nikarima becomes a even more interesting option. I think you know he when O'Sullivan was playing, Nikarima scored really well. He has scored pretty pretty well all year. To be fair. Um, but he's obviously going to do a lot more of the general play kicking, which O'Sullivan did as well. So I don't think much too much changes. I think Cody just needs to take more of a leadership role in in the halves here, and that's when he's you know he runs the ball a bit better, he, he kicks the ball a bit more. He just he just plays better in general when he's in that role. I think so. He could be half an option, but there's so many so many halves to pick from, guys. So yeah, keep keep an eye on that one. I doubt Bailey Sirenen plays eighty minutes this week. Just think about that in this team, but the rest of the teams. Pretty much exactly the same. Uh, moving on, we have the Dragons Raiders. So in this one here, we yeah we saw the defensive prowess of, of Dufty on the weekend. Uh, I keep giving him crap, but I feel like it's deserved. Um, with with so many people, you know, loving everything he did, and completely fair. You know, all the all the attack that he does is great, but yeah, there is that reason that he you know he hasn't got a spot, and and you can see that in fantasy, like. He obviously misses a bunch of tackles and all this sort of stuff there, which gives him, you know, very much a... He's got a high ceiling, but a very low floor. So the up and down there is, is why we don't pick these types of of fullbacks. The rest of the team stays pretty much the same. They do have Lomax in the 21 role, though. Um, but the rest of the team stays the same there. Ford in the 13, Sims and Bird, and then you got Kerr off the bench this time. McCulloch scored well again. Hunt had a low game, but I imagine he'll improve against the Raiders. I'm expecting a fairly close game, but... The way Dragons played on the weekend, it wasn't very strong at all, and Raiders had improved a fair bit. Okay, people, a bunch of people talked about Simonson. He has a couple of games of you know around 30 or you know 30 average kind of thing, and then he had his explosion game on the weekend. My worries with these with these guys, I said I spoke about Tomoko and Simonson, was their high scores uh, were very much inflated against a very average side in the Broncos. So yes, they come up against the Dragons here, so two really easy games in a row, let's say. Uh, for these types of players, so just just keep in mind that there's every chance he moves back to the wing, you know, in in any possible opportunity when when one of the one of the players come back or they you know if they stop playing well then they could move Rapana back there or whatever they could change that up. That's something to think about. Yes, he can make a bit of cash. He's already like what 350k, which is becoming a little bit pricey. Yes, as I said, yes, he could make some cash. He could score well. But he also could score like Aitkins and, and like that thirty odd average. And if he gets a thirty odd average price of three fifty, you're only making a little bit of money. So keep that in mind. Um, Tomoko is an interesting one. If he can get a, a spot for the next bu- next bunch of weeks, then then uh, then he could be solid. But I don't think he keeps the spot for that long. Let me know what you guys think in, in terms of the Raiders injuries and stuff like that as to where they're at. 
Um, Corey Harinara still be, still is a great option, but that you know that random that random game that he has, especially that first few when he came back, and then that last game where just he didn't run the ball as much, is a bit of a worry. So I still think he's a good option, but as I spoke about him in my uh, analyzing my team, there is is sometimes we pick these guys that are you know five hundred six hundred k and they've got that upside and they have the odd good games and then they have the the thirty odd game like like Corey has in him. So be careful about that if you're picking him up as he may not be a keeper long-term. And, and a lot of us don't have uh, too many trades to just throw around like that, that's for sure. Um, Storm Tigers, Storm, nothing really changes. All their big dogs played. Um, no Pappenhausen for one more week, it looks like. So I think Hines is definitely a hold for another week. And if he goes back to the bench, you can move him on there. Smith, you can almost trade this week, I think. Um, Munster Hughes, Hughes is a top gun. Everyone will want him at, at some stage. Him or DCE and Cleary is the combo. Brandon Smith, everyone's really talking him up. And fair enough, he's just on an absolute tear at the moment. But there's every chance he goes back to the scoring that he had at the start of the year where everyone was like, oh, I wasted a you know a pick having Smithy in my team. So just keep that in mind. Welsh is back if you held on to him, but I imagine most people traded him out. So other than that, Trent Leoro, Leoro, I don't know how to say it, Leoro, Leoro, <laughs> um, is in the in the reserve. So I'm glad, even, I'm glad I tried doing that. Uh, Tigers, we lose Dewey. So the head knock was bad enough that he hasn't even been named, which is no good. But um, in terms of changes in their team, they've got Roberts into the centres and Ken Mamalo comes in for his debut, which is cool. Good on him and good luck to him in that team. I thought he'd score more tries than he did. He played 108 games for 42 tries, I think. And he's got a couple of couple of triples in there, which is interesting. Uh, the rest of the team, we've got Twal still there. Do you trade him out? Uh, you can over the next few weeks. I don't think he's going to be a keeper, so that's that. Leilua has the chance to go back to that status, but I just don't... I like him on the left more. Since he's moved to the right, he hasn't played as well. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. I like to see him over, out there with Brooks. I don't know why they... Why do you go and buy um, Leilua and Dewey, like you're a really strong two, two-man two combo? Why do you move them to the right? Why don't you play them on the left with Brooks? I don't know. That's that's just my thoughts. Um, Stefano, you can keep until 17, I think, if you want. Uh, let's move on. Eels and Dogs. The powerhouse Bulldogs. Look at them go. <laughs> Uh, not too much changes for them. Avrilo becomes a, a really, almost a must-have, and I've missed out on him completely. He's like 670K now, which is crazy. Uh, but he keeps, you know, what's his five-game average over 70? It's incredible. Luke Thompson, people ask me about. I still think he's a good option, but again, will he fall into that just-below-keeper status? You know, he's nowhere near a Tohu Harris. Is he going to be a 50-point player, a 48-point player, a 55-point player? We don't know yet, so only time will tell. You can take that risk if you want, uh, but he needs those big minutes, and... Will he get that? Yeah, based on their bench, you'd, you'd say he would, but that's that. In terms of the Eels, you got a debutante in Sean Russell coming in. Opechek's there. He's probably not a keeper. Gutherson shouldn't play Origin, and he's definitely a keeper in the wing fullbacks. He's been really solid and safe. And how good was his celebration on the weekend? <laughs> uh, Moses back to having a good score, and, and he took a bit of the shine off Brown, who had an okay score there. So he'll, they'll both get back to, I reckon, back to evens around that 50-odd, but against the Dogs, this should be a solid game for him. Joey Lustig, it looks like Mermane will only be out for a couple of weeks. There's talks of him possibly being back for 16, but I think they'll just hold him off to 18. So in terms of Lustig, you've got two games left out of him, 15 and 16. Okay, so keep that in mind. And then you've got to trade him out. So is it worth picking him up now? I don't think so. If you were going to do it, it was last week and you get a good score and you get a, f- a few good uh, rises out of him now. Now that his break-even's back down because it was up at 47. So that's that there. Papa Lee's been uh, doing great. <coughs> keep him in that squad. Madison, we're going to worry about. We, we need him to get back closer to 80 minutes. And 
they have some guys on the bench that, you know, Hipgrave's a, a back rower, Nia Corey's going to play back row slash front. But having Nathaniel Roach on there is an interesting one. So I think they're going to use him to back up uh, Lussick. So that hopefully means Madison goes back to an 80-minute role. You know, Papali or Madison, one of them would lose some minutes like they normally do, but hopefully it's not both. Surely you have at least one back row that plays 80 minutes, especially when I have both in my side. So that's that. And then we'll move to the last game, guys. Titans and the, and the Manly Seagulls. And uh, Brimson isn't named again. So he's in the 21, so there's every chance he does come in and play. And usually that's what happens when these guys named in the 21. Uh, but, yeah, if you if he doesn't, you got Campbell for another week. Mazu looks like he's you know locked down his spot. So for someone that doesn't play 17, it's probably a little bit late now, I think. Uh, if you picked him up the last few weeks, you've done well, but I think you can hold off now. Fogs is still going to be up and down. So, you know, people are going to be like, oh, I'll trade him in quick, you know. But you're chasing last week's points. You got 92, probably get 45 this week or 30 odd. So keep that in mind. Fodawake, I think, is a great, you know, he's playing incredible footy at the moment, but I don't think we can pick him up until 18 or 19, just with a couple of games he's going to miss and, and you know, playing Origin and chance of injury and stuff like that. So um, keep him in mind for after Origin because he's been incredible. Fafida has been named, um, yeah. I think is is he fighting a charge? I think someone was saying possibly. I'm not exactly sure. Tino scored well last game. Uh, Peachy's doing well in the 14 role, so I think happy for him to stay there. In terms of the Eagles, you got Trebojevic coming back. That's really all we need to talk about with this team. Carl Lawton still in the 12 jersey. No Schuster, which is sad. So not even in the 21. So gee, we hope he's back for six, at least. Yeah, I think maybe their call is that with the week week off after this week that they'll um. They'll rest him and just have to make sure he's back, ready to go for 16. I suppose now that they're doing really well, there's no point of rushing him back if it's a bit of you know a calf, that kind of lingering injury like the hamstrings are. So annoying for our teams, but hopefully you can field a solid 17 and, and get him back ready for next week. But there you go, guys. That's the, uh, that's the team list for the week. And any relevant information there, check that I didn't miss any. Yep, didn't miss any. But um, there you go. That's it. Uh, if you like this, please hit like. If you haven't subscribed yet, like I know half of my followers or my listeners and, and, and viewers haven't yet, please do so. I really appreciate that as we're building a lovely community. Um, we'll go from there. Hope you had fun. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.